everyone, if everyone would just get in the right headspace with me. Deep breath in. Deep breath in. I am so ready now. And out again. Right. <sighs> Thank you. Arm circles. I needed forward this. Forward and backward. Right, forward, left, backward. I'm I swimming know. through air. Noah, that... stop interrupting. I'm trying to <laughs> meditate. <laughs> I know that people listening can't see me right now, but I am doing it. Everything except for you. You assume I'm going to leave this in. Hello, my name is Keaton, and <laughs> I play Dale Olson, a washed-up vagabond who lives in Rusty Peaks, Utah. Hello, everyone. My name is Luke Howard, and I play Jasper Hughes, uh, the new sheriff in town, who uh, has recently, as we'll soon find out, taken on the role officially. Uh, hi, and I'm Noah. I, wait, I wait. No, I, 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 I'm the, I am the cow master. Hey, I go last. We're very... I think yeah, Hunter, I think Hunter was just that. waiting because he knew that we were going to stop him. Oh. <laughs> so we just kind of waited until we got this part out of the way. That is th- what happened. It is true. My name's Hunter Wood. I play Dr. Scott Lewis, who since the last episode has taken on a pupil. Pupil. And I... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I broke Noah. That's not very hard to do. Mm. No, no. Okay. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Noah, and uh, I play Roy McCullen, uh, a dude who used to be a sheriff and is no longer new in town and has started a little quote unquote hunting club. Cool. You'll understand what all we've meant in a minute. <laughs> You, you have my attention. Yes, and I am also uh, tonight's, or I, I guess I don't know if you're listening to this tonight, but this episode's Cowmaster. Are you listening? Well, they're not listening to it tonight because we're recording. One. We're recording it tonight. Well, I well, know, Keaton, but with with podcasts, we have the very interesting ability to speak to people in the future in the present. We're speaking to them wow. right now, but they're not hearing it until right now. You know what I mean? But but we're recording it right now. Yeah, I and know. they're hearing, hearing it, they're hearing it right, right now. now too. Uh, but we're recording... <laughs> Timeception. Boys, session. I am so excited to uh, play this game with you all. It's been a, a while since we've actually played, and it has just been a long day. So I'm ready to get into it. With a whirl of white mist, Grey Sky appears in the St. Lucia's Abbey Courtyard. The sounds of choral chanting are heard over the grounds coming from the inner sanctuary. He heads down a side corridor to the Walker Barracks. That day played over and over in his head as he lay his head to rest. He knew his half-brother possessed the sign of his eyes just as he possessed the sign of his shadow. But even weeks later, 
The sight of seeing his brother use his gifts sent shivers down his spine. Roy and his hunters were closing in, having taken down another of their scouting parties. They couldn't get into the town, but Bonnie's sermons on storming the hallways and finally confronting the Dark Father were beginning to worry Grey Sky. He finally understood why his brother abandoned him and the faith. Rusty Peaks in the fall is a very beautiful place to be, with very cool, crisp air, and just the the turning of the trees are is pretty spectacular to behold. But we're not seeing any of that. Right now, we're in the sheriff's office with Sheriff Jasper and Deputy Dale, along with Mayor Dusty Harris, speaking about the disappearance of his assistant, Wellington. He uh he kept saying that something with antlers was stalking around his chickens, and I, I thought he was a lunatic, but I, I'm beginning to think this may be something else entirely. Okay, Jasper, I got this one. Don't you worry. Now, mister, okay. uh, you may have never heard of this creature, but let me let me draw you a picture, okay? Um, do I need to roll something for drawing a picture? Uh, yes. Do you have any uh, skills that would... Oh, I have sketch, know, plus two. Oh, there, there you go. Roll, roll a sketch roll for me. <laughs> oh, that's a natural one. Okay, so whatever you're going to draw, it's not going to look like that at all. All right, I hold up some scribbles with some larger scribbles uh, that, that I kind of point to and I go, now these are antlers, right? Like you said, antlers. Now they they exist on a on a male deer. They're called a buck. And sometimes I mean, we have them here. It, it's a deer. And I, I lean back and I, I wink at Jasper. Nailed it. Is <laughs> my... Uh deputy was saying we do sometimes get deer around these parts when they are brave enough to enter into the city limits um how how big uh did he say it was well i mean he kept saying that this thing was pretty pretty big bigger than any deer he'd ever seen uh and he said that he kept finding it in his in his chicken pen and it would run off and uh, I, I'm just worried that whatever this thing is has gone and taken him too. I, I haven't seen him in three days at least. Uh, mm. Did did it take any of his chickens? Do we know? Uh, I mean, I've I've gone to his house a few times and I ain't seen any of his chickens there. So I'm assuming, yeah, probably. <clears throat> so okay, wait. Well, that would have been something very interesting to tell me beforehand. So you're saying that he, all of his chickens are gone, as as well as him. Oh, yes. It's a whole different story. Deer don't eat chicken. What I'm saying is, is that my assistant, Mr. Wellington, and all of his chickens are missing. All right, does he have any family in town? Have you considered traveling chicken salesmen, sir? Well, considering that he is the town secretary, I don't think he's looking for a secondary job in Selling chickens. Yeah, Dale, I, I find it very unlikely he's taken up a new occupation. Especially one with so many um, cages involved. Now, does he have any family in town? Uh, I mean, I, I don't believe so. I think it was just him. I, I know that his wife died a couple years back. At least word around uh, town has, has said so. But, like, again, I... I, I don't know all you natives very well, as uh, but I, I'm, I'm working on that. But uh, I, I, all I know is that it's just him living in a little house out on the outskirts of town. Wait, did he not come whenever you all came? No, he was. He was all. He's a native of Rusty Peaks. He wasn't at Dry Gulch. I would have known him then. Well, that's strange. I feel like I would have known him if he was 
from my understanding, he was the previous mayor's secretary as well, and seeing as I didn't really think any of uh, my people would have held the job as correctly as he did in wanting to try to keep this town merger to a... Uh, as fine as it can possibly be, I thought, might as well keep the, bless you, keep the entire, uh, <laughs> keep as much of the town's cabinet as the same as I could. Sure. Well, I suppose, uh, Dale, let's go have a look then at, uh, Mr. Wellington's estate, see if we can turn anything up. Oh, but he's, he's missing. That's correct. Well, That's how... why we're going to look at his house. Oh, his house, okay. Yes, his estate, his, his house. It's a fancy word. It's a fancy way of saying it's his house. Well, then, who, whose house is Utah? All of our house, in a way. Wow. All right, let's go. Oh, I see. You, you're confusing the word state for the word estate. Oh, yeah. I, I love it when you explain it for the audience. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, let's go. We'll take care of this, Dusty. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, I, I'm going to head on back to town hall. I, I hear your friend the doctor is uh, giving a... Lecture about sanitation or something along those lines. Uh, I'm going to sit in all that, but uh, just report back to me whenever you uh, find anything out. Yeah, will do. I, I salute. He, he, yeah, he you gives don't... you a confused nod and uh, heads on out of the office. You don't need to salute. I mean, he's, he's I guess, technically our boss, but he's not, we're not he... like an armed force. Like, we're not, I mean, I guess we are armed, but we're not. Let's just go. We have our sheriff and our number one deputy stepping outside of the sheriff's office. Where are you guys going? What are you guys doing? Uh, I think we head over to uh, Wellington's house. Is Wellington right. his first name or is it like Mr. Wellington? Like It is Jacob. So, Jasper and Dale, you all head to uh, Jacob Wellington's house. It's on the opposite side of town of where uh, where uh uh, Dale's old tent used to be because you know, uh, Dale's old tent is on the side of the town where the where there's hills and the mine and all that stuff. Well, it's on the opposite side of the town, uh, going into like right outside of the Cattlewood Forest, and yeah, like and, and his property um, like ends right as uh, the forest starts. Seems like a prime location for someone to get snatched by something out of them woods. Very observant of you, Dale. All right, uh, I want to do a take a look around and see what I can see with my sheriff eyes. Well, make a frontier roll for me. Yeah, right. Well, that's gonna be a three. Well, your sheriff eyes aren't seeing too much. You you kind of see a house sitting on the edge of the woods. Hmm. Uh, something that you do notice is that. The front door seems to be cracked. I'll walk up the, st- the stairs to the porch and open it. I'm gonna. Yeah, is there is there a back like door? Yeah. I think because while yes. he's going in the front, I'd probably be circling around back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's there is a uh, back door, and as as you're walking around there, you see a uh, a uh, chicken coop right next, like built up against the house, like in Minecraft. Whenever you're building an animal mm-hmm. pen, you kind of just use the back of your house as one gotcha. of the walls of the it's exactly like that uh, but it's completely empty there's nothing in it and then there's a back door all right yeah then i'd probably go to open the back door i'm gonna knock first i don't <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so yeah you, you knock on the door and i mean the door opens as you knock on it because yeah it, it was it was cracked open and so yeah you, you're knocking and the door kind of opens underneath the weight of your fist and Hello? yeah is anyone there 
Oh, I'm here. Thank you, Dale. Mr. Wellington, hello. Silence. This is Sheriff Hughes. I'm coming in. I open the door. Yeah, you you walk on in and you see Dale. This is not a very big house. You see Dale standing a few feet in front of you, having just opened and uh, the back door and walking in and snooping around himself. I'm Dale. In the future, it's it's polite to knock just in case they are actually home. Even though we're the police. Yes. Okay. No. Uh, y- yes, sir. I understood. Um, I'm gonna right. go. I'm gonna go check out this chicken coop. <laughs> All right, I'll uh, take a look around in here. Yeah, so, Dale, as you walk out to the chicken coop, uh, make a frontier roll for me. Frontier, that is an eight. Yeah, so you you definitely see that there has been some sort of struggle in this coop. The, the little hen house that was on the far side of it has been completely crushed. Uh, one side of the fence, it was a barbed wire fence, is... Uh, like ripped up out of the ground and ripped from the uh, the uh, fence post. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. And then mm. you, you see a bunch it's of a feathers, word. just feathers everywhere, but no chickens. Hmm. Um, which side was like this hassle on? Was it like the the side closest to the woods or one of the other ones? Where the fence was ripped was yeah. on the side of the fence, like on the side of the woods. Uh, but the the chicken coop is up next to the house. Okay. Um, I, I think I would probably head to where the fence was ripped and see if I can maybe... I, I think Dale's probably looking for almost a trail of feathers, if there is one. Gotcha. Uh, do you have some sort of role that would help you outside of just a frontier role in tracking animals or something like that? Mm, unless... So I have uh, I have hunting and animal handling. Um, and though That's... I'm... Oh, go ahead. No. Just kidding. Don't worry about it. I would, I would allow hunting. That, yeah. that would make sense. You're tracking an animal or yeah. something. All right. That would be a seven. Yeah. What, what you can see is, yeah, you see some feathers uh, around the fence post and everything, and you think you see uh, some feathers out, like, in the opening of the woods. But what, what you really see is um, the branches of the trees that are like up next to the uh, property are all completely broken. And it looks like, oh yeah, something came either barreling through that or into uh, that part of the woods. All right. I think, uh, I think Dale pulls out his notepad, makes a, makes some scribbles for himself, puts it back in his pocket and heads inside to see what Jasper found. Uh, Jasper, do you have any sort of looking around ability or do you want to just do a frontier roll? Um, it'll just get, it's just gonna have to be, uh, Frontier. Yeah, well, give me a Frontier roll. That's a five. Yeah, so as, as you're snooping around, you don't seem to see any signs of a struggle inside of here. Uh, you do notice that, um, like, near the back door a bucket of chicken feed has it look it seems out of place like like it shouldn't be there and that it's uh, been tipped over and spilt and so there's just kind of corn kernels all over the uh kitchen room floor but uh you're not really noticing anything that seems too out of place except that just seems a little odd is there an upstairs no this is again this is this is a pretty small farmhouse uh again it, it was just uh Jacob Wellington, who lived here, he moved to this house after the passing of his wife. So where's it's just a, a small shack for himself. Where's the bedroom? 
It is uh, down like there's you're in the main room has the kitchen and the two doors and it's off to the right. The bedroom is off to the right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's uh, in- I'm gonna I'm gonna head in there and I'm gonna search the bedside table um, for like a journal or something. Sure. Yeah. Um, you, you get there. There's there's not a uh, journal or anything, but there there is a piece of paper. Uh, written on there uh, that says uh, antlers, teeth, claws, and and, and, a, and a weird rush, rough sketch of something that looks like a deer, maybe, but not exactly. The the sketch actually looks almost identical to Dale's really bad drawing of a deer. <laughs> <laughs> what what we'll say is that this sketch actually looks like an animal of some sort while Dale's sketch looked like a three-month-old scribbled on a piece of paper. Gotcha. It's crazy that they would have that kind of motor skills at that point. Um, <laughs> all right, I guess I'll just head out back and see what Dale's doing. <laughs> do yeah, we and, run and into as, each other like in the doorway? Yes, oh, 100% yeah. you do. Like, oh. oh, hey there. Uh, you you want to check this out? No, I, I think I just yeah, what, turn it. fun? I turn around and I like point my hands towards the woods where all the tree branches are broken, and I go, "Looks like something started in the pen and bolted off that direction." Interesting. You want to check it out? Uh, I kind of want to check it out, if I'm gonna be honest. I kind of want to check it out too. Uh, and I think I, I think I whistle uh, for Willie, who was probably like tied up with the horses or something, to come, because I, I figure his nose will be helpful. Well, yes. Uh, uh, Willie comes bounding towards you. Oh, hey, boy. As he gets to you, he kind of jumps up and puts his paws up on your chest and tries to lick your face. Oh, all right. I love you too, but we got work to do. All right, we're gonna go, 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 go smell around. All right. And he jumps down and starts walking towards the woods as he has picked up something. It's a good thing you you should get yourself a dog, Jasper. They're real useful in this kind of stuff. Yeah, you're not wrong, but uh, I mean, as long as you're on the force, we've got uh, Willie. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I just forgot your dog's name. I'm sure, you, like you've both said his name in this episode. <laughs> I just had a major brain fart. It's been one of those days. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, as long as you're on the force, we've got Willie, so I won't need one right now. But maybe in the future. Cool. Let's go. Doc, uh, Hunter, you're gonna have to do some improv for me because uh, Doc is currently lecturing in the town hall to about to a group of about twenty people about hygiene and keeping oneself clean. So, along with regular bathing, another part of hygiene that's uh, very important is wearing your uh, mask in a pandemic, hypothetically. You know, um, I'm not saying that we uh, do have a pandemic at this time, because, you know, I don't know necessarily even what a pandemic would look like, but uh, hypothetically, you know, just saying, like, if one was happening, you know, it's a very good idea. It's uh, good for you, good for the people around you. It's what considerate people do. I know, uh, I know you're all uh, the, uh, you're we considerate lads and lasses, and uh, I'm sure that's what you would do. Now, uh, you can make your mask out of some uh, good, you know, felt or um, any other material. You want it, you know, thick enough that you're not going to uh, spread germs, any unhygienic diseases through it but you know you also want it thin enough that you can breathe through you don't want to smother yourself um you know maybe in 2000 years they'll need this advice and you know i'm sure they'll all follow it great 
patriotic Americans. Um, At about this so, time, uh, the, the, you see... I was see... hoping it wouldn't stop. That was just the rest of the episode was Doc lecturing about masks, but we're all on the hypotheticals. I didn't want to stop, but uh, I felt like we needed to keep moving. That was beautiful. Thank you, Hunter. At, at about that time, as you were talking about the thickness of masks, you see in the back of the hall, uh, Mayor Harris walk in, and he kind of gives you a wave and uh, leaves the door open and walks into his office. So um, that's going to be it for today, everyone. If you have any questions, feel free to stop by my office and yeah i think at that point doc just walks off the stage and kind of uh, yeah, follows you, you see again there's there's about 20 people in the audience and you see almer barn in the front of the audience just <laughs> clapping so hard shaking his head tears in his eyes just a little bit uh the the line about patriotic americans really got to him uh, yeah, and, and you walk into uh, Mayor Harris's office and you see him. Uh, he's just taken off his hat and put it on a, a hat stand behind his uh, desk chair and he's taking a seat. And it's like, ah, uh, take, take a seat, Doc. I, I got some questions for you. Well, uh, what can I do you for on this fine day? Well, uh, I've got an uh, unsightly favor to ask of you that requires medical attention. Um, what exactly would that favor be? Well, you know, we've been keeping Hugh Lavender on house arrest up in uh, the old Lavender estate with a few of his old henchmen who seem to uh, owe our sheriff quite a few favors watching over him. Uh, and I I've just received notice that uh, one of those, I don't know if they'd be deputies or just sheriff's henchmen or what, has, has, has just recently left town. And, well, I, I just sent uh, just sent our sheriff and Dale out on a quick errand for me. And, uh, well, I, I really would like someone to go check in on the Lavender Estate. And I know that you are still officially, unofficially part of the sheriff's department and could really use your help just checking that out for me. Of course, of course. I'm more than glad to. I, uh, things have been pretty quiet for me lately, so it'll be really nice to get back in the action a little bit without doing anything too, uh, too dangerous. Yes, and just make sure to check on Lavender. I, I know that he's been, his health's been fluctuating ever since, well, what whatever happened that strange night, but just, uh, check him out, see what his old lackeys are up to and report back to me if you don't mind consider that done thank you uh, cl close the door on your way out all right i go to do it and i close the door and i head to the uh to where lavender is as you uh head uh to the old lavender estate you see uh sitting on the front porch a once clean shaven and pristinely clothed man wearing a dirty gray frock and brown pants however the wolf pendant on his hat is as shiny as it's ever been well a doc it's good to see you it's been a while how's your health been i mean it's been up and down i've been having this weird uh, coffin fits past few days uh you know dusty throat well this, this air is starting to... I don't like the change of the seasons. I guess I'll check you over while I'm here. Uh, and I want to do a medicine roll. Go right ahead. 
cool. Um, so I know I told Ken this, but I don't know if I've told you and Luke yet. For my uh, when we last leveled up, I took basically something to kind of count out my unluckiness. Where I, for medicine rolls, I get to re-roll. Um, so, but it's just if, if it's a that. one, he gets to re-roll. Yeah, if it's it a one, sorry. But he yeah. can only do that once, so he can still nat yes. one on medicine rolls, but it's a lot harder than everything it's else, because he yeah. is a doctor. I thought it was fair. Gotcha. Yeah, that's cool. I like it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got a three. Yeah, you he, you walk over to him, and, and he opens up his mouth and kind of leans his head back, and you look in, and I mean, his throat looks a little pinker than, you know, a pink throat supposed to look like but i mean it's probably just allergies at least as far as you can tell well hugh i think you're gonna live lovely so glad to be living i i I really do want to thank you all that that night for whatever you did i know that i ain't been the kindest man to you all but i know that you all didn't have to Help me in the ways you did. You could have just left me for dead, and or you could have just killed me straight up. But uh, you know, I well, I just want what's best for this town, and I want what's best for my family, or what's left of them anyway. I won't lie to you, Hugh. I know that you um you caused us a lot of troubles, but it seems to me after the way things went down, uh, you know that not it seems like you might not have been in your right mind for all that. Um, I'm sure some of the bad things you did. I'm sure. You know, you still have to face the music for and you're still responsible for, but I don't think I can say what was you and what wasn't you, so you're getting another chance, and, uh, you know, this time you're out of excuses, so it's, uh, it's up to you to try and fix what you can and live with what you can't. Good points. Good points. I'm just hoping that this town will stay safe, especially with those black hand people seeming to be running about and running amok. So... Sorry, this is out of character. This is something I was unclear on. You said he was being... He's having people, like, normally guard him, right? Yes. Like, he's being watched. Okay. Uh, Snarl, uh, Snarl... Snarlbrow and Doublefang are... Have been recruited slash punished by our esteemed and lovely sheriff to essentially be his uh, bodyguards to make sure he does not leave the Lavender Estate. Uh, can I see either of them right now? Or are they, like, close you don't see by? You don't see either of them. It's just Lavender sitting on his front porch. Um, to me, like, as Hunter, that seems kind of strange. But, like, I don't think Doc would really follow up on that too hard, so I'm not going to. Gotcha. Um, well, uh, Doc, is there anything else I can do you for? Well... I suppose if you're just uh, sitting around here, I could use some help back at my office if you can uh, spare a moment or two. Well, I mean, I don't think I'm technically supposed to leave the premises, but if I'm going with Deputy himself, I suppose that would be all right, as long as you give me permission. I, I give you permission. I, I'm going to be keeping a close eye on you. And he kind of st- struggles up to his feet, pulls out a handkerchief and coughs into it. It's like, lead the way. I don't really remember where your office is. I, um, can I do kind of like, I guess, uh, I don't know if it would be Frontier. Basically, I want to, like, I want to lead him back to the office, but I kind of want to be, like, making sure I'm close enough to him that I could, like, grab him if he tried anything. I think he seems pretty weak, so I don't think he will, but 
I still want to be careful. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that that would probably be a wiliness check. Wiliness check? Okay. Um, so, after my uh, my first roll was good, my second roll was uh, a two. <laughs> well, what I will say is that if Lavender wanted to run off, he absolutely could have, but he did not. He followed you. And uh, stayed with you all the way to uh, the doctor's office. Heck yeah. Um, so I think once I get him there, um, so I'll just go ahead and say what I brought him here for is I want him to take a look at uh, the book that Doc has. Um, I think Doc hasn't shown it to him yet because there was still a lot of distrust. But um, I think is like as Hugh has kind of continued to stay kind of sickly and weak, um, Doc has kind of come to be of the opinion like one, he's probably not strong enough to kind of mount much resistance, um, and two, like you know, he's hoping that in all his experiences with just the different stuff, maybe he can. He probably won't be able to identify like a ton about the book, but he may be able to give him just a little more insight about it. Um, so I think. I kind of lead him to the waiting room and uh, say, uh, one sec, I'll be right back. And then I go and I get the book out of its normal hiding place, which is uh, kind of under the um, thing that you have patients lay on. I can't remember what those are technically called. Um, but I have like a little bookshelf under there. So I go and I grab that out of there and I bring it back to him. Yeah, and and he, um, he's just sitting in one of the uh, waiting room seats. Um, I think... I just open it to a random page. I hold it in front, and I kind of hold it in front of him and say, "Tell me, what can you make out of this?" I don't know if I've ever had to roll for an NPC outside of a, a combat roll. Give me a second. Now, where did you get a book like this? I ain't seen things like this in a long time. Well, I had it once a long time ago, and I thought I got rid of it, but I guess everything comes back around. You guys have just set foot into the woods. Uh, would you? Into the woods. Uh, would you, uh, do do you roll for Willie or do I roll for Willie? <laughs> we we haven't defined mechanisms for Willie, well, because he's never really done a lot. Uh, I haven't really utilized him other than asking. He if was he's gone barking. for like half of the time we've been playing. That's that uh, is true. I, personally, if I was the cowmaster, I would roll for him. But I leave it up to your discretion. Do, do you have stats for Willie no, of any sort? I do not have stats for Willie. All right, then I'll roll for Willie. Yeah, give me a <laughs> Willie roll. Just <laughs> let you know, uh, Willie rolled a nat eight. So nice. uh, yeah, as soon That's as you all, as soon as you guys walk into the woods, uh, Willie kind of runs out in front of you guys, sniffing around. And then uh, looks back at uh, looks back at you, Dale, and starts barking and like swiveling his head uh, towards. Uh, again, you you start seeing more tree branches breaking uh, further and further out into the woods. Like there is a very obvious trail. Uh, this way, Jasper. All right, lead on. Yeah, and so you guys start venturing back into the uh, Cattlewood Forest, and you all start walking, and you're finding again this this trail. Because of uh, both Willie's nose and the obvious tree breakage, you guys are able to uh, follow this trail for quite a while uh, until you get to this clearing 
in uh, probably about 20 minutes outside of the, uh, well, inside of the forest. A, a clearing breaks, and, and, and the trail seems to go cold. Willie can't figure out where he is anymore. He's kind of walking around in circles around this uh, clearing. Uh, how big's the clearing? Uh, I, I would say maybe about 200 banjos, both directions. <laughs> okay, so it's decently okay. large. Yeah. Um, what's the, what's the ground look like? I mean, I know it's a clearing, but like, is it covered in grass or is it just like a big dirt patch or what's the, what's the ground look like? It's grassy and you can see some rocks jutting out, but like, it's, it's, it, it's, it seems fairly unnatural, honestly. It kind of catches your eye. I'm going to lick a rock. Uh, do you have any specific roles for licking rocks? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> I've got alcohol know-how. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to try to, like, get in tune with nature a little bit and try to see what I felt. Well, give me a frontier roll. Okay. Oh, God, that's a nat one. Can't lie to you as much as I wanted to. <laughs> uh, what what you just licked was not a rock. It was uh, a... <coughs> oh, Jasper, I made a mistake. I'm going to let you do the searching around for a minute. I just want to. I want to try to look around in this clearing, just get a sense of what this is. Yeah, give me a frontier check. Ah, I dropped my dice. Hold on, I rolled another one. Uh, that's a seven. Yeah, this this clearing seems artificial, like it's been made. You, you as you're kind of looking around, you see uh, some weird divots in the ground. It looks like oh, that there was probably a tree there that's been. Uh, cut down or ripped up you, you see a couple of uh stumps on like the edge of the clearing and uh in, in the middle of the clearing there is a uh it's not a boulder but it's a rock a really nice <laughs> rock it's not a boulder Squidward. It? it's a rock pioneers used to ride these babies for miles yeah i want to look at the rock and i want to know what color it is <laughs> it's it is uh, it is honestly strikingly white. Like a bone? More like marble. I want to go up and touch it. You do so, and the rock feels warm in the sun's rays. <laughs> okay. All right, um, I turn around. I turn around and kind of sit on it a little bit and take out my flask and take a drink. I, I turn around and witness the marble, I guess. Um, witness the marble. <laughs> Can I? So does this? Does it look like marble, like the stone, or is it like oddly like clean cut? Like it looked like it might be a carving or something, or or should I do a roll for that? Do a roll for me. Um. All right. I'm trying to find my most relevant. To do this. you have? Do you have rock know-how? I don't. I have. I have flora know-how, but not necessarily rock know-how. Um, yeah, you're going to need a geological know-how, not just a flora know-how to get that. So if you I just want to do this check. generally, would it be front? Okay. Yeah. Guys, uh, I have to abandon the red D8 that used to do me so good, because today it's doing me real bad, because that's my third net one tonight. Yikes. This is what you're able to tell. It's a rock. Yeah, I got you. <sighs> Are you just sitting on a wanna, rock, on a rock wanna, there? I want to look up. Yeah, as as you know, you're sitting there drinking in your flask. It's it's honestly it's very soothing and very relaxing. And you look up at the sky, and it is just the most beautiful color blue you have 
ever seen. Like, it, it, this is a very, very peaceful, nice place to sit. Do I see any feathers? None that are, you know, in the immediate vicinity. I want to go back into the trees and then find a small rock and throw it into the circle. Absolutely. Go right ahead. Uh, I'll need you to make a... Uh, would it be... What sort of arm check would you need to do? Well, technically hard, hard hand is improvised Would it be hard weapons. hand? Yeah. All right, yeah. So uh, give me I mean, I'm just, I'm just like tossing it. I'm not like... I'm not trying to attack anything. I'm just, I'm just tossing a you're, rock you're tossing into it. the circle. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. You, you, you throw it into the circle and, and it, it, it lands in the grass. Okay. All right. Well, it's not any sort of illusion. Uh, I, I, I just feel like Dale's out of his ways now because he just double nat one. Um, <laughs> I guess, I guess I, I check on Willie, see if he's picked anything up or if he's just completely lost it. Well, let's see. What does Willie do? Willie seems to still be walking in circles around the uh, clearing. Uh, he seems pretty agitated, but and he's still sniffing a ton. Uh, but yeah, is uh, is still just kind of pacing the clearing. Dale, come over here and help me with this. And I start to I start to push against the rock. I'm gonna try and move it. Uh, all right, yeah, I'll come. Is this toughness? Yeah, give me each of you. Give me a toughness roll. Oh, baby that's a that's a nine for me oh that's a nine for me i got a nat eight plus one hey i got a seven plus two <laughs> nice so just to just to kind of let y'all know what i did i just roll a d rolled a d20 and i was just gonna add you guys two things together to see if you're gonna be able to do anything to this rock and yeah as as you guys are pushing up against the rock it it starts to budge uh in, in the opposite direction like it's slowly moving uh what, what, what are we doing this for again? I just want to see if there's anything underneath. Okay. Yeah, and 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 after after a good good few solid moments of pushing, you guys are able to kind of push it out of the way, and there's a hole underneath the rock, a very dark hole. Oh, Jasper, that don't look good. I've been in some holes in my day, and let me tell you, ain't nothing good ever happened to no hole. Dale, you your job was guarding a hole. And did anything good happen in that hole? For a while, yes. It was our entire economy. Okay, but yes. But then also <laughs> later on, I you know, there was some blood spilt in there, my friend. Anyways, um, did we go in hole? Is there a way down? Is there a rope or a ladder? No. It is just a very, very... It's not a very wide hole. It's... it's, it's it, it looks like you, you could probably fit into it, but it is deep and dark you cannot see the bottom of this hole i want to drop a rock in it go right ahead yeah, and as as you drop it yeah what'd you roll oh i was just dropping a dice ah, to okay. signify that i was dropping a rock yeah you, you drop this rock and it wasn't eight though after mm, i don't like that number yeah i like that but after about 19 seconds you hear a little that was the whole lot of seconds i waited before hearing a little 19 seconds yes Jasper, I think we should not go in the hole. That is my professional opinion in this situation. Dale, as a um, as a colleague, um, I respect your opinion and also say we should not go into that hole. Maybe we should come back with some rope or a rope ladder or something. Yeah, I don't think my belt's deep enough for that. Mine is certainly not. Uh, all right, and I walk into the woods and start gathering up some branches and try to just cover up the hole. Yeah, you are able to do that just fine. Cool. Let's head back in the town and come back later. All right. Lily, come on. In the doctor's office, 
Uh, yeah. Uh, Doc, did you let Lavender, like, take the book from you, or were you just holding it up in front of him, or would you have let him, like, get a closer look at the book? Um, I think that I, w- I wouldn't just completely give it to him. Like, I think I'm, like, holding it in front of him, but, like, I'm holding it so that, like, he could, like, flip through the pages. He just can't, like, okay. completely hold it. Yeah, so our our good old dear Captain Holster is uh, sitting there flipping through the book, and he's, Now, how did you say you got your hands on this thing? This is both spectacular and absolutely horrifying. So you've seen something like it before? A couple times. A couple times. You don't get to uh, amass a bunch of wealth in this area of the country without dipping into some unsightly things, but I uh, never got this far. My family never even got anywhere near this far, but seen some things like this before. Well, to my knowledge, the last time I tried to use this book, it about ruined my life. Well, tell me about it. We're just sitting here. If you want me to help you, I need to know what I'm helping you with, exactly. How did it almost ruin your life? Back when I lived in Boston, I tried to use it for medical purposes, but it just, it didn't do what it said it did. It would help people in the short term, and then, well, make things much worse in the long term. And, well, um, you know, obviously, people weren't, you know, at first when I was healing them, they were thrilled, but, you know, when the consequences came back and were, uh, were frankly just uh, worse than what I was supposed to be healing them from. They didn't take to it too kindly, so I had to leave. Um, I chucked this book in a lake, and obviously, as you can see, it's uh, it's not there anymore. So it seems to be pretty pretty darn resilient, if nothing else, I'd say. Something really wants you to have this book. I got it originally from a stranger. I need you to roll a... Uh, I need you to roll either a... Uh, probably a smooth talk roll for me real quick. Alright. Um, I got a nat one. You see a, uh, a, a very distinct look of interest flash across, uh, Lavender's face, and he quickly looks away and is like, what sort of stranger? Who, who was this person? Well, she didn't exactly volunteer a lot about herself. She just gave me the book, and at the time she led me to believe it was gonna help, that it was gonna let me heal those people. She didn't... She didn't make it clear to me that it was going to, well, make things much worse for starts, too. I I made a mistake. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have just taken it from her without, without asking more questions, without doing more research. But so many people were sick, I had to do something. Well, I, I will say that things like this never really go away. This book is going to haunt you for the rest of your days and, and more than just in memory. This thing is going to follow you pretty much wherever you go. Especially seeming how it seems like you've used the book on yourself. Is, is that a fair statement? I, when we were having our confrontation I I believe I used it but I, I don't have memory of using it so I don't, I don't know exactly which spell I used. I know I was pretty gravely injured and um, based on flipping through it I, I think it was probably this one. Um, and I think Doc turns to what was in fact the spell that he did use during the confrontation with Lavender. Um, and then he starts talking again. But um, as part of the spell, you know, part of those unintended consequences, it took my it took my memory of the event. So I'm not, I can't say for certain. And I guess I was so worried about this book that when I didn't, I didn't tell anybody. So no one can quite vouch for sure and tell me if that was a spell I used or not. But it seems based off the side effects and... From what I've read of this book and 
all the horrors in it, that, that's most likely what I did. Uh, after a moment of, of taking all that in, uh, Lavender looks back at you and is like, got another question. Shoot. What was, where, where was that power source? The thing I sent you after. What was in it? What was it? Um, I think that Doc briefly considers lying to Lavender, but I think at this point he kind of decides that based off kind of his earlier analysis of Lavender that like at this point he's not a huge threat anymore like um so I think he's gonna tell him the truth um hey don't make me need to slap Doc again (laughs) that power source you sent us to get I don't think it was what you expected and I don't think it can help you anymore I mean I, I don't think I need any help anymore I mean the voices in my head are gone I feel myself again for the first time in a very long time. I was more just curious as to see what he was sending me to find. I'm honestly trying to figure out why this black hand has gotten all mixed up in it. Can I do a knowledge roll to see, like, does he already know that Mary exists? Like, does she's a person exists, or does he just have no knowledge of her? I, I like, will just... tell you straight up, he has no idea. I mean, he has no idea really what the power source even was. He just okay, knew he I, had to find a power source. That, I didn't know if this was like a situation where like he knew about Mary, but didn't know that she used to be inside the crystal, or if he just had no idea Mary like was a human that existed at all. He he, he does not even know that the power source was a giant floating crystal with anything in it. All he knew was that the power source was going to be on the train and that he had to get it for uh, the mysterious voice. Um... I think Doc looks you right in the eyes and says, The power source, it's not, it lost its power. It's part of what we did, part of this whole confrontation. It's useless to everyone now. And maybe there'll be a day where I or someone else tells you more about it, but trust is something you gotta earn. And you did a lot to lose a lot of people's trust. And uh, if you wanna be a member of this community again, like, you know, you used to be a leader of the city, of this community, and um, I don't know if you're ever going to get there again, but, you know, if you want to, you want people in Rusty Peaks to trust you, you're going to have to earn that. Believe me, I'm already working towards being able to do so. Sent a couple of my boys to go round up the rest of my crew and the rest of the gang with these black hand people infiltrating our town. I know we're going to need our defenses bolstered, so... We should hopefully have a few extra hands and a few extra guns to help protect the town fairly soon. Well, Hugh, I'll tell you what. If you want to know about more about the power source, I'll tell you who you need to get to trust you and who you need to ask. Yes. Sarah. Well, set me up a meeting and I'll sit down and talk to her. But I do think that if our uh, true sheriff of this town is going to be back anytime soon, I think he probably won't be too happy how long away I've been from uh, my lovely prison home would you care to take me back please you've given me quite a bit to think about i i'll escort you back um before i do this i go and put the bat book back in its hiding place um kind of i want to keep an eye on hugh while i'm doing that to make sure he's not like seeing where i put it will you make a wildliness check for me yeah i got a five Give me one second. Yeah, he doesn't notice. Uh, yeah, he, he, he didn't even kind of watch you leave. He, as, as you stood up, he started staring out the window, very lost in thought. All right, time to go back. And uh, I think I kind of, I just start walking back. I think, you know, since he didn't try anything on the way here, I'm going to, I'm going to trust that he's not going to try anything on the way back. 
Yeah, and you know, he he kind of walks along with you and uh, as you are approaching the old lavender house, you see uh, our good friends Snarlbrow and Doublefang looking extremely worried, and, and they they run down off the porch, and uh, Doublefang is like, "Sir, you can't be leaving the house. Why? Why were you leaving the house? You had me all worried." And and, and Lavender kind of waves him off and is like, "I was with the with the deputy. It is all okay." And he kind of brushes past the two of them, looks back at you, tips his hat to you, and says, it's been a pleasure, Doctor. And he walks on into the house, and uh, both both of Snarlbrow and Doublefang kind of look, look back and forth between themselves and you, very confused, and dash inside. I think I just kind of, like, shrug and, like, make a mental note to talk to the sheriff about increasing Hugh's security in the future. Yeah, and now we're going to cut to our sheriff and our deputy. You guys are uh, heading back into town, I guess. That's what it seems like you guys are doing. Is that true? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, we head back to the sheriff's office. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and and you get there, and it's empty. You know, you one of the, uh, one of the uh, let's say prison cells, and not really prison cells, one of the jail cells, uh, is has been messy. You just had a little scuffle and had someone had to stay the night uh, in the cage a couple days ago, but everything seems normal. Hmm. Is there any rope around? I mean, I would assume so. Do sheriffs carry rope? I mean, they I, got, don't, I don't know. I mean, they might use it to like hog tie someone. So probably. Yeah, sure. You got some rope. You got you got you got fifty foot. You got a fifty foot rope. There's two of them. I I grab one and toss it to Dale. I catch it. Now, the way that you said that, you're going to have to make a fast hand roll for me, please. Uh, that's a five plus two, a seven. Okay, you do catch it. <laughs> what do you say we go wrangle up some backup? Uh, alrighty. I think Doc was giving some lecture about wearing masks to hide your identity. Sure, I was, uh, well, th- I mean, climbing down a rope seems more like a young man's game. I was going to go see what Roy was doing. That's fair. See if he's in. Uh, I'm going to head over to Roy's boot shop. Yeah, you see, as, as you uh, walk to the boot shop, you see the, the front of the shop is empty. You see uh, there, there's a little uh, sign on the, the front door, and it just says, I'm out. Be back soon. All right. Well, looks like he's not here. Let's go see what uh, Rusty's doing. So you're just going to go, where, where are you going to go looking for him? Well, I, I mean, by this point, I think Rusty has been deputized. Yes, he has. Um, and so I think that he probably is just on patrol around town, just like on a horse riding around, making sure everything's, you know, nothing, nothing terrible is going on. Um, so I'll just go see if I can find him. I I know his route, so I'd, I'd go and search. He's probably somewhere around on main street right now. Yeah. Yeah. He's, um, as you walk down, you walk down through the main street and uh, you see him uh, leaning up against the saloon, talking to Philip. Gentlemen, how are you? Oh, uh, uh, hey, boss. Uh, sorry, just was taking a quick break and uh, making sure nothing was happening at the saloon. Okay. He smiles at you. That's fine. Hey, we're about to go uh, spelunking. Do you want to come along? Be good to have an extra hand. Spelunking. I ain't gone spelunking in quite a while. You, uh, sure, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'd definitely be down to help. That, that sounds like a lot of fun. I don't know how much fun it'll be. It'll mostly be work, but come on. Oh, oh yeah, definitely, definitely work. Boring old, <laughs> disgusting work. <laughs> definitely. 
Sorry, this whole I mean, scene work, is just work funny doesn't to have me. to be work doesn't have to be boring. You can enjoy the the work that you do, Rusty. I'm just saying I don't know if it's necessarily going to be. You know, we're not like spelunking just for fun. It's like we're we're searching for someone, so it's going to be work. But that doesn't mean it has to be boring. Wet. At this point, Philip is like, I get it. You're going in a cave. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Philip, it's Philip, for work. <laughs> I get it. Philip just looks at you guys, shakes his head, and walks right back into the saloon. You, you see, you hear him sigh as he walks in. You're very clearly done with this conversation. I'll, Philip will probably be back around 9 o'clock. You sure about that? A.M. or P.M.? <laughs> you know me too well. I, right away. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Rusty jumps up on his horse and is you know, willing to follow you guys. All right, I think we ride back out to uh, to that clearing. Well, cool. I think I probably got there before you and, like, uncovered it up and stuff and was just, like, looking down it because I don't think I was with you when you got Rusty. Cool. So, yeah, uh, yeah, you, uh, uh, Jasper and Rusty, you guys ride up to the clearing and, and, and you see Dale um, staring into the hole, scratching his bearded chin. Hey, Rusty, you ever seen a hole this big? He walks up behind you and kind of peers over over your shoulder. He's like, no, sir, this is one deep old hole, I'll tell you what. I mean, back in back in my days in Dry Gulch, I mean, I, I don't think there was a hole I didn't climb in around the, around the town, but, like, nothing this dark or kind of creepy looking. Well, I'm thinking it might have one, at one point been a well. But I'm not sure what a well would be doing all the way out here and why someone would, you know, take so much effort to cover it up. Well, why don't you check it out, Rusty? And I, like, tap... I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> I, like, tap his back as if I was going to shove him in the hole, but I barely touch him, so I don't actually do that. Just to give him a little scare. Um, I need you to make a wildness oh, check for me. I'm not accidentally dropping this man in the hole. Um, well... What is it? What kind of check? Wiliness. Okay, that's actually my highest. I have a plus three, so that brings my three up to a six. Okay, so you you, you touch his back, and like you give him that little push, he immediately kind of flips around and grabs onto your arms. Like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna fall. <laughs> You're not gonna fall. Okay, um, I uh, I tie one end of my rope around the rock and tighten it up. Do you have some sort of knot tying skill or rope Do tying skill? Do I ever? Skill? I have knot tying experience. <laughs> Look at you. Untying. And untying. I do not. Uh, that's going to be a seven. Oh, yeah. You tie up that rope real nice. Heck yeah. I tie my rope up, up on a less impressive looking rock. I will now roll a dice for knot tying. Dale, there aren't any other... I see Dale start walking towards the outside of the circle, and I'm just like, Dale, the, the rope's not going to be that long. I got just it. Wait here, just wait here while I go down. Oh, I, uh, uh, what, we can climb. We can use the same rope. What's Roy going to think when when you got to go in the hole first? I'm trying to uphold my reputation so he thinks I'm cool. So please while let me go While he's talking, I'm going to start going down. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you start descending down deep into this hole. And, like, you, you are, like, completely into the hole. And, like, you cannot... <laughs> you cannot see the bottom. Like, again, like, it, it is... You cannot see or feel the bottom. Like, you, you keep going down. Like, your head is now in the hole. And there's probably a few feet underground. And so this is uh, fun because I going. just yesterday watched the, the Satan Pit episode of Doctor Who. Where there's a very similar hole. Mm-hmm. 
I, uh, I, I light up a match. Oh, cool. And then you had matches. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I got it in my, in my inventory. Look at you being all prepared and stuff. Uh, yeah, you, you, you light a match and I mean, again, this, this hole is not very big around. Uh, so yeah, you just kind of see dirt around you, but it's very tightly packed dirt and you look down and you, it's just black. Like the, the, the match light like goes down for a few feet and it's just still dark. So I, I'm not standing. No, no, you're, you're holding on to the rope still. And like, yeah, like this is a deep asshole. I light, I light another match and I drop it. Yeah. You you see it drop down for, uh, I mean, how many seconds would this be if you're a few feet and, uh, not 19 seconds again. It, 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 it probably drops for a good 10 or so seconds. Just kind of watch it, and, and then you finally see it putter out as if it looks like it hit something. Dale, toss me down your rope. Um, okay, now I'm going to roll untying, because um, I did get a 7 on my original tie <laughs> roll for the rock at the edge of the circle. Um, cool. That, that's that's still a 5 plus 2, a 7 for, for untying. Don't you worry. Um, uh, I'll, I'll give you it. I'm, I was going to make it if you got below the number that you rolled, you weren't going to be able to untie it. Uh-huh. That makes sense. But yeah, I, I, I go, uh, do you want me to just throw it? Yeah, just drop it down. It's not a very wide hole. I'll just catch it on the way down. Oh, you better catch it. And I, I drop it. Uh, Jasper, make a fast hand roll for me. Hmm. Uh, that's a seven. Yeah, yeah, okay. you're gonna be, you, you catch it. <laughs> I, I don't have anything. I don't have any additions to fast hands, so I was very worried. But. So you see how fast your hands are, Jasper. I'm more of a talking man. Uh, yeah, I, I grab the rope and then I tie one end of the rope and to the rope that I'm currently on. Like I tie it around and make a, a tight knot. Yeah, yeah, I'll give, I'll give that to you. I rolled another seven for that one. Perfect. Uh, and then I tie the other end of the rope to myself and then untie the other rope, like the original one, and then I lower myself down using the one that's tied to me. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And you go for a while and right as, like right before your second rope ends, your feet touch something. What does it feel like? Well, make a frontier check for me, and I'll tell you. Four? Feels solid. I light up a match. You light up the match, and you uh, look down, and you see that this tunnel uh, juts off to your left and keeps on going for quite a while, but you look down at your feet, and there is a dead body. Is it Jacob Wellington? It is Jacob Wellington. Very, very, very maimed. Dead gummit. What'd you find? Are there dinosaurs down there? I read that about about that. In, I didn't read. I'm lying to you. I heard someone say it was in a book. <laughs> Dale, I know you can't read, so I know you didn't read it in a book. I know. I just started talking, and then okay. Uh, anyways, how's it how's it going? Dale, you're gonna want to come down here. You too, Rusty. But you used all the. Oh, okay, Rusty says. Just Rusty says I can use you your rope. Down. Yes. I think he understood, Rusty. All right, I'm I'm gonna go down. Okay, you, you be careful now. Careful. On second thought, Rusty, you stay up there and watch the rope. Make sure it doesn't go untied. Um, he said to do something with the rope. I'm, I'm sure you'll get it. All right, I'm going down. <laughs> okay, Dale. Do I need to roll something? Yeah, since you asked, you're going to roll wiliness for me. I just feel like I... Because it's not like this is a harness <laughs> I, I or feel anything. like this would be toughness. Sure. Yeah. What? Oh, oh, so Why? 
You just brought Be- my roll down by so much. That's my best and my worst. I get it's That's a the reason it, why. it's a five now. It was gonna be a seven. Imagine Ugh. climbing down a rope. That's not gonna be like dexterous maneuver. It's like holding on for dear life. Yeah. Yeah, you make it down. Okay. There may have been at one point about halfway through you slip a little bit, but like, yeah, you're fine. You make it all the way down. Does he get some nasty rope burn on his hands? A little bit. His his hands are a little raw. Oh. Hunter, I forgot you were here. Hello. I'm sorry, who's Hunter? I am the uh, god of now our that, now that Oh my god, god. Oh, I, oh, I'm, I'm hearing voices, Jasper. Uh, Rusty. Yeah. Throw down a branch. He does. I, I grab the branch and I um, I take off like, I'm going to just go ahead and rip off some of my shirt sleeve and <laughs> hide around the end of this torch, of this branch and make a torch. Ah, oh, heck yeah. You're doing I've got more shirts, and I don't have a torch, so I'm, I'm going to try to light up the shirt sleeve. I thought you were about to, like, make his body. body. Do you have a uh, fire starting of any sort? Oh, boy, Actually, actually wait, that did, that is true. Hold on, let me just let me just roll a wildness check real quick. Okay, no, I ripped my own shirt <laughs> instead of taking the one off of the dead body. <laughs> <laughs> I do have fire starting experience. Do, do you have any sort of you want me to, to say that again? I have fire starting experience. Yes, yes, absolutely. Go right ahead. Yeah, now I can. You're cutting out for me. Yes, you can. You can roll fire starting experience. Okay, I have I have fire starting experience, and I rolled a nine. Oh yeah, no, you 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 are an expert torch maker out of uh, random articles of clothing because I think this is not the first time you've done this in this campaign, and it one hundred percent lights on fire. You now have a torch. Cool. I did the same thing. I got a eight. Whose uh, whose shirt did you use? Oh, my own. I do it all the time. <laughs> he saw me do it, and so he was like, "Oh, that's a good idea." I did it okay, first. Yeah, so- I did it for my mask for the train heist, Mister. That's true. <laughs> so yeah, you you both uh, now have torches, and you see. So like, the the tunnel down was pretty thin, but the tunnel going out is probably about three or four uh, banjos across. All right. Uh, are there are there claw marks on the side of the wall, like the walls going up? Roll a frontier check for me. Uh, it's going to be a four for me. You can tell that it looks like something made these tunnels. And, like, you, you can see some... They're, they're oddly smooth. They're smooth. I'm going to draw my pistol, my revolver, and then I'm going to yell down the hallway. Hello. Hello. Uh, what? Wait. What hallway? There's like there's like a the tunnel. Oh, sorry. I thought it was just like the dead body and then a shoot up. I didn't hear that. No, there's a there's a tunnel leading off to the left. Okay. At the very far reaches of your torchlight, you see two red eyes staring at you. That's not good. Um, that's not good. They'll start climbing. Yeah. Okay. I'm going. I pull out my gun and just point at it for now. <laughs> It is just staring at you. It's, it is just outside of your light. You can tell that there is something down at the end of this tunnel. Dale, uh, make a make a wildness check for me to climb up the rope. That uh, is a ten. Oh yeah, no, you're, you're you are you are so scared. You you zoom up out of this thing. You, you are up. You know, it 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 probably took you a couple minutes to get down. You are up at the top of this hole in probably fifteen seconds flat. <laughs> I'm gonna start. Uh, I'm gonna holster my pistol 
and lay the torch down and start climbing. Yeah, and, and as you're climbing, you as you put the torch down and grab the rope, you see you see kind of the eyes lower, and as you start climbing up, you see something that looks like a cross between a person and a deer running towards you, but you 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 start climbing up and you don't see it anymore as you are climbing up the uh, rope. And again, as the same with Dale, you are up in probably about 20 seconds flat. Uh, I untie the rope. Yeah, and, and, and it falls down into the hole and you hear it hit something, but there's just silence. I'm going to aim my gun down into the hole and take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, roll roll whatever your gun, whatever hand you'd use for your gun. Roll for it. I, I have a zero to everything, so... Well, just shoot it. <laughs> Yeah, that's a two. You, you hear the bullet ricocheting down the side of the uh, down the side of the hole, but again, there's just silence. Uh, you think you think that was the the thing that the Captain Holster used to ride around on? I think it is. In uh, no, no. Sorry, I thought I knew where you were going with that sentence, and then it suddenly ch- changes into something <laughs> completely different. No, I do not think that is the thing that Holster used to ride around. And just call him Lavender now. He's He's left that life behind. Uh, I don't think it was the thing that Lavender used to ride around on. I uh, I think that this might have been the thing that took Wellington. Oh, uh, you think they're separate? All right. I didn't get a good look at it. Did, did you see it? Yeah, it was. Um, it looked like a man, but it had antlers and red glowing eyes. Well, uh oh. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't really like what that might mean for us. For now, though, uh, Rusty, help us move this rock back over this hole. You, you see Rusty just staring at you guys, legs trembling. He's like, uh, 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 okay, yes, sir. And yeah, with, with the three of you, you are very uh, easily able to push the boulder back uh, on top of the hole. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we should probably go back to town and let um, Mayor Dusty know that his secretary has died. All right. Do you, you think we should tell Roy about the antler thing? I do think that we should let Roy know about the 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 deer man. Although, um, I look at I look at Rusty and I say, Rusty. Yes, sir. You've been you've been riding with us for a while, and um, I hope that you know that by now there are some strange things happening in and around Rusty Peaks. Am I correct? Yes, sir. There seems to be kind of lots of crazy things happening. As far as I can tell. Right. So I would ask you to not uh, blow this out of proportion. Uh, try to keep your lips sealed as much as possible, uh, and we'll we'll figure out a way through this. All right. My lips are sealed. I guess as long as you tell me to. Right. He looks very scared. Uh, and I and I, I look at him and I go, Rusty, look, someone has died, but he lived on the very edge of town. As far as we know, this thing has never left the forest. So there's nothing to be scared of. We'll just put up a notice telling people not to go near the woods for the time being, and we'll figure out a way, along with Roy, to take this thing down. All right? Okay. Uh, I, and I, I, I did that because I have smooth talk, and I wanted to try to calm him down. Oh, yeah. You, you, uh... Yeah, roll for me. I rolled a seven. Five plus yeah. two. Yeah. He, he, he still seems a little tense, but he's like, okay, yeah, let's, let's go, uh, let's go tell my dad what you, what you found. All right. Yeah. And so uh, you guys okay. start heading back in. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Yeah. And I, I guess I have a question for you. Um, Absolutely. So, so it's been a month and in that time, you know, uh, the, the sheriff's department was consolidated and everything. Uh, have we, 
has the past is this the first like sign of something like normal for the podcast not normal for the show since that time span or have we been seeing like a rise in weird stuff what i will say is that you two dale and jasper have not noticed anything ridiculously out of the ordinary in this past month okay this is the first thing that has caught y'all's attention as oh this is supernatural okay except for maybe you know dale living in an actual house that's pretty supernatural (laughs) as well it's just a room at the saloon (laughs) but yeah so you guys uh just head on back to the uh mayor's office uh yep cool yeah, so uh, a- as you guys head back into Main Street, you actually see uh, Roy, Sarah, and Graham Graham uh, riding, uh, in, like, just getting to the saloon across uh, the back of Roy's uh, little little horse is a dead deer. And you hear, uh, you-, you see you see Sarah and Roy uh, arguing with each other. Oh, hi there. Oh, no more talk about this trip. Uh, gentlemen. How y'all doing? Good to see y'all. It's been a few days. Oh, yeah. It has. We were, we were looking for you earlier. Where you been? Well, Roy, uh, there's a deer man in a hole. Let, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's put a pin in that thought. I'm just <laughs> Jasper. Well, me, Sarah Graham, we were out hunting. Brought back this deer. We'll butcher it. Maybe have a something at the saloon here, you know, this evening if y'all uh, want something. But, uh, yeah, you, you, you said that there was a deer man in a hole? Uh-huh. You don't see it? It's uh, I, it's still alive, and so I would caution against going and seeing it right now, but there is some sort of deer-man hybrid that we found down a very dark and long hole. It was, Roy two, looks, it was two ropes long. That's how deep the hole was. About, about 100 feet. Roy... <laughs> but how many banjos is that? Yeah, how, how many banjos is two ropes, Dale? Well, I don't know. <laughs> It's a lot of banjos. <laughs> uh, yeah, Roy. Roy kind of makes a quick side eye to Sarah, shakes his head, and is like, "Well, uh, I'll I'll definitely check this thing out. Uh, why don't y'all come come on to the shop uh, first thing this evening? We'll eat up some of this deer that we caught, and we'll have a nice long discussion about this deer man y'all found." Sure. Were you uh were you hunting for deer when you set out? Yeah, yeah, definitely. One second, let me make. Let, yeah, you can tell that he is not telling the truth. Oh, can both of us? Oh yes, yes. He, he rolled a three. You definitely okay. can tell uh, that Roy I, is lying. I, I, to you. I slide down off the back of Jasper's horse and I just walk up to Roy and I put my hands on my hips and I go, "What aren't you telling us, buddy?" Come by my shop tonight and I'll tell you about my club. All right, come on, Dale. Yes, sir. We had the we had the mayor's estate, estate, Dale, estate. Okay, but so we are in the west, so we don't we we, we don't use the same name for our estate. On, but in the east, on, but in the come east, on, you're telling me that there's states or there everyone's houses. Are, oh golly, this seems so strange out there. <laughs> Yeah, and as you all walk into the sheriff's office, he, he looks up quick and is like, Oh, y'all back. Did, did, did you find him? Did you find Jacob? Yes, sir, we did. I'm, uh, I'm sorry to say that you're going to need to keep an eye out, stop postings for a, uh, a new secretary position. Maybe someone who doesn't live on the edge of the woods, too. I see. 
We were uh, we were unable to recover the body. It seems he fell down into a very deep hole. We've we've covered it for the time being because we don't want anyone else to fall in. But um, yeah, for the time being, we're gonna post a proclamation just telling people to keep out of the woods and away from them. All right. Well, uh, um, guess I'll put out. I just wanted to. I wanted to. I, I want to do a smooth talk. And that was a good-natured lie. One of my new abilities, plus one to smooth talk, if lying in order to help or protect someone. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to protect the people of Rusty Peaks. So that was the... I'll allow it. Give me a roll. Uh, that's an eight. Five plus three. Oh, yeah. No, he... he you can tell that he's very distraught. Uh, he, he sits back down, pulls out a pen, and starts writing on a piece of paper. It's like, well, uh, I guess I'll put a notice in... You know, on the notice board, first thing in the morning, looking for a new person. Would you mind writing up a report for me and having it on my desk first thing tomorrow? Yep, will do. All right. Good to see y'all. And he, he kind of looks back down and starts scribbling away at his paper, very, very, very much wanting to be alone. Uh, we head out. Um, Doc, what you doing, man? I think that I went to go talk to the sheriff, and I think when he wasn't there, I decided to just wait. For him to get back. Lovely. Sheriff, deputy, what are y'all doing? Um, I guess we're waiting until, like, the time to go to Roy's, so I think it would make sense to go back to the office and wait. Yeah. Well, you walk in and you see Doc sitting in, uh, your chair, Sheriff. Oh, Doc, you got three guesses on what we found in the woods. Go. Um, Roy? Nope. Um, a bird. Some type of bird. Nope, that's three. Um, we found a, a deer man in a big, big, big hole. I look at Jasper and just kind of raise my eyebrows. I just, I slowly nod. Well, Dale, I don't think I would have guessed that. Yep, it's true. Uh, Well, I didn't actually get a good look at him, but uh, Jasper said he looked like part deer, part man, and there was this really deep hole underneath a a rock. Um, Yeah, that's my whole story. How's it going? Oh, good, good. Just been uh, talking to Lavender while y'all were gone. Um, Had a nice chat. What did you, uh, what'd you talk about? I was hoping that he could give me some, uh, insight on my, uh, my book, but, um, he seemed to recognize it, but nothing, nothing specific. He just kind of confirmed the feelings I already had, that it was, it was bad stuff. So, hmm. not particularly helpful, but I guess it confirms what I already knew. Alright. How were, uh, how were Double Fang and Snobrow doing? Well, when I came to get Lavender, they were, uh, they weren't exactly guarding him. They were nowhere to be found. I was just able to, uh. Walk right up and take him. Now, of course... What, 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 what do you mean, take him? I uh, asked him to come with me to my office. I mean, obviously, when I'm doing Doc, that, that's we, not a huge deal, but... Doc, we, we have him under house arrest. That means he needs to stay in his house. I understand, but I felt, due to the nature of the book, I didn't want to risk taking it out in the public. Well, Roy's cat is around in a satchel for ages. Could you not have just tucked it away and... No one would know the difference. They'd think you were making a house call. Yeah, I suppose, but what's done now is done. All right, but in the future, he doesn't leave the house, all right? Fair enough. All right. So, why did you uh, Why did you need him to take a look at the book? Well, I mean, was there I, anything specific you were curious about, or just you wanted to see if you knew anything about it? I was hoping that, if nothing else, he could confirm to me that that spell I used was the one that I used, or um, it's not that he could give me more information. Um, he asked about Mary, but... I didn't tell him anything. Well, what do you mean? Do you mean he, he asked specifically about Mary, or he asked... Well, he asked about the power source. He didn't... From what I could tell, he uh, 
he didn't know anything about the, the girl, from what I'd say, but uh, he was curious about the power source. Hmm. All right. I'll keep that in mind. We're, uh, we're heading to Roy's tonight. He's cooking up some venison for us. You, uh, what are you up to? Oh, I have nothing else planned for the day. Um, what was the nurse's name? Davidson, I believe. Uh, Miss, Miss Davidson. I just was, I worked with Miss Davidson, uh, earlier today on prepping some stuff, so, um, I'm just gonna check in with her again tonight, make sure she's still doing well, but, uh, I could, I could make time for, uh, Roy. Yeah, he didn't, I mean... He didn't specifically invite you, but I'm sure you'd be welcome. Well, I'll, uh, I'll see you all there, then. All right. Uh, you, you, you guys get to the boot shop, and you all walk in, and yeah, you see he set a table in the middle of the boot shop because he doesn't really have anywhere else outside of his living space. And uh, Sarah and Graham are there. He's like, ah, gentlemen, come on in. Come on in. Uh, so, have a seat. Tell me, uh, tell me about this deer man thing before we eat the deer. Well, it, um, it appears to be... From my guessing, carnivorous is that the right word? Car- I, I probably yeah yeah okay. that's right that's right. Um, he, because uh, so Mister Mister Wellington, which was you know the the mayor's assistant, went missing a few nights back, and we checked out his house, and all his chickens had gone missing. And we kind of followed the the feathers and scent towards this the the big hole that we found it in, alongside a mauled dead body. However, the Jesper, was the body still intact, or did it look like it was eaten on it, or...? Um, no, it just looked like it was mauled. Weird. I'm thinking that this beast, whatever it was, it, I didn't get a really good look at it. Uh, we were down in a dark hole, but I made a torch out of my shirt sleeve, as you can surely conclude. Um, but it had glowing red eyes. Uh, but that may have just been a reflection from the torch. Um, did it have antlers? Ah, uh, yeah. It did have antlers. That's what made me think it was some sort of cross between a deer and a man. I was afraid that with the black hand moving in, we'd start seeing a bit more of a supernatural occurrences. Uh, the club here has been able to keep them under wraps mostly. A couple things here and there, but didn't really expect to see a Wendigo coming to our parts. I, a, a I, what now? I got a cousin in San Diego. Oliver Ray slunks back into his musty old chair. The retired drunkard's life has been suiting him well. However, the words of his master, saying it was not his time, has haunted his dreams. In nearly two months, nothing has changed for the ex-sheriff, outside of his pants being a little tighter and his shack a little bit messier. A fervent knock at his door sends him bolting to his feet. He grabs his pistol and yells out, Who is it? Uh, excuse me? Is this, uh, Oliver Ray's house? Oliver, confused, gun still in hand, slowly opens the front door. Standing in front of the old shape-shifting sheriff is a Mormon elder and one of his blinded kinsmen. Banter, 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 episode. It's time to spin the wheel! Spin the wheel! Spin the wheel! It's me. Um, <laughs> I just have a lot going on next weekend, but hey, we're going to make it work. Um, I believe in you. Sweet. Well, I have no idea what I'm going to do, but I'll <laughs> figure that out before I do it. Uh, thank you, Noah. Um, yes, thank you, Noah. Thank you, Noah. 
You're welcome. Thank you. Noah. That was a really good. That was a really good. Like, welcome back to the world. Yeah. I, so I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I got a, a couple of Taz amnesty vibes from Rusty Peaks in the Fall, Woods clearing in the hole, Deer Man. Um, yeah. I, I I had a lot of fun things planned, and you guys hit all of my main main big points. Noah, I, I just want to I just want to check real quick. Noah, do you know what Taz amnesty is? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, cool. cool. It's a good Monster of the Week podcast. Amazing. Um, yeah, no, that. that was not a negative thing. It is funny how many things. <laughs> yeah. Because I listed some pretty like staple stuff for the series that you used in this, um, <laughs> but yeah, no. So it's it's me next time. I'll pick up the reins. That means well, let's sort these names. I will have. I have one, two, three. I only have four more now. Um, so crazy. <laughs> four more after next week or four more total after next week. So I have five, gotcha. five total. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Just want to keep that clear. I don't think I have anything else to say other than hey, oh, new patron. What's up? Monohem. Uh, I'm 90 percent sure it's Monohem because you explained how to say it uh, while we were streaming one time. And thank you for becoming a patron. I know you wanted to watch the Troika series or listen, watch. That'd be weird. I'm glad none of you watch us play D&D or Dead in the West. Not yet. You don't. Um, but yeah, so we have a Patreon. We got stuff over there. It's cool stuff. We got other series and other other RPG systems. We got a newspaper from Rusty Peaks. We got early access to episodes. We got all sorts of things, so head on down to patreon.com slash RPG Roulette if you want to see more about that. Also, leave us reviews. Blah, 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 blah. I'm done. I'm not going to say anything else to you. You've been talk- listening to us for quite a while. Let's go on. Stop listening. Goodbye. Bye-bye. We'll talk bye. to you later. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>